When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Hey, Marbleheads out there. This is Preston Lude. We have a lot to talk about this week. A couple of NASCAR returns, including somebody coming out of retirement, along with the NASCAR schedule starting to take shape and much, much more. So let's get right into it. Preston, and hello to the Marbleheads out there that listen every week to In the Marbles. If you're new here and like racing, you have definitely come to the right place. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Beamer. Preston Lude here with me. Got a lot to cover this week, but I want to get into something before we get going. I got a story. Okay, it's, let's it's, hear it. It's an iRacing story. Oh, this, is, this should be good. Well, kind of. Oh, kind of. Not so good. So, I was iRacing... And today I raced five I races today. Wow, that's is that a record? That's not a record, but it's something that I do. We, you know, if I got time, I got time to kill. I'm gonna right. play I racing as much as I can. Yeah, I was I racing and ran the Arc uh, um, Arca series. Okay, at Talladega, thinking, okay, I could do this. It's a C class. I'm an A class driver. I can clearly keep up with these guys and show them what a thing or two. I was totally wrong. Oh, while racing. I didn't know that cautions for one were not enabled. So there's this really big wreck and my computer was freezing up and doing all this craziness. And oh, I got wow, caught up it into it. Bad. I came into the pits. I had a fast repair. So I did the fast repair, got a speeding penalty. Oh, but it, with the no cautions, people just keep wrecking. So if you hold your line, 
and just to keep out of trouble, you can have a decent finish. Yes. Well, coming to the checkered flag, I was racing three wide, still going. Then the sky, you can't bump draft in the Arca series. Oh, and okay. I racing. This guy hits me in the rear and spins me out. Well, and, did- and of course, I'm not happy because I lost I rating because of this. Wait, so he he was right behind you? He was right behind me and bumped me and hit me and spun me out. I don't know if I'd call it more a bump. I'd I then sent him a. Else. I then sent him a personal message. You could you could chat while driving or after the race or whatever. Okay. And you could chat. So I sent a personal message to him, and I said, "Thanks for spinning me out, you." Oh wow! And I was pretty mad about that. I was so mad, and I got off and and instantly regretted it. And I was like, "Ah, oh, darn! I shouldn't have done that." The next race, he sent me a personal message, and it's a guy named. Robert from Australia. And he says, hey, you disappeared and then came back in. Mm. And I'll Wait, give, did he win the race? No, he didn't win the race. Oh, okay. And I'll give your podcast a listen. Oh, So okay. two things came from this. One, or three things. I'm going to say three things right here. <laughs> One, I'm sorry to Robert. I'm going to, I told him I publicly apologized to him. And oh, okay. That's good. So there's, I'm sorry, Robert. Mm-hmm. Which I have probably a, tons of lists more if anybody listens that I races with me and me sending them personal messages like what the hell you know is wrong with you mm-hmm. two in the marbles in the cars is starting to work obviously it's starting to work yeah absolutely that's good it's a good thing. I mean I might just have to get mad at people and say hey but okay we're getting something out there or you might just have to when you're going into a turn if you just do that crossover move in somebody and then just kind of hit the brakes is it on the bumper. Oh, it's on the bumper. Oh, yeah. Just hit the brakes, you know, and just mm. so they can get closer to you mm. so they can tell that, hey, look, and that's three, in the marbles. It, it is, once again, a proven fact that any accident in iRacing is somebody else's fault. Yes, that is a good but one. But he said I disappeared, and I'm going to believe him on that okay. because he, he if you race in that division more so than not, you're going to realize that you can't do this and that. But I lost to Odd, and then I raced another race, the IndyCar Series. It's a, it's a fixed oval racing of Indy, so they you mainly race ovals, but now they race in their Daytona road course. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at the Daytona road course. Have you raced at any kind of road courses in general? Well, this is kind of my first one in Indy cars. Okay, well then Indy car, then that's why. And uh, uh oh, wait, no. how many people? How large was the field? It was like 22 cars. And where did you finish? I wrecked out. Oh, wait, coming how- out, coming out of pit road, like I come out of the pit road and I misjudged it. And my right front tire hit the wall. And then it just broke. And it broke. It went flying off. And Was this very far into the race? About halfway. Okay. Well, at least you made it that far. So, of Well, course, how were you doing before that? Oh, no. Horrible. Oh, so is like it? I, sp- I had like 17 <laughs> incidents that race. Oh, my God. And I'm glad I didn't get disqualified, but I lost a lot of safety rating because of that. I I didn't know if wrecking out was like your saving grace at this point. Well, it was. It gave me an excuse to walk away from it, out, and I lost everything I earned today through mm-hmm. I rating. I'm down to a one seventy seventeen seventy seven, whereas I was at eighteen thirty. Is there like a a cap at how high you can go? With there are the guys rating. No, this is I rating, so it's pretty much oh, how oh. good you are. And oh, I I was doing real well, okay. and then I lost some. It's like the stock market for me. Right, right, right. So it's it's. For the most part, What's going the highest up. highest I rating you've ever seen? Like 8,000. Oh, okay. See, All and, right then. And, that, and, and to achieve that, you have to have 
pretty much, I don't think, any wife, any social life, and you just enjoy doing that. I just enjoy doing it, and I can't wait to Twitch stream it when you start and when Charlie starts and me, myself, just Twitch streaming it Yeah, in, our, in the Marbles Twitch TV, which we have set up, by the way. We just haven't waiting to launch, so once I tell you guys... I'm ready. definitely going to invest quite a bit of time into it whenever I get the chances. Just be careful. It'll consume you. I make it a point whenever my wife's home not to do it. Oh. Unless she's watching like The Bachelorette. And then you have an excuse. And then I'm saying, I'm, I, because I'll ask her questions. I'll make her say. Get out. Go eye race or something. Just stop talking to get, me. To get that permission from her. That's how you do it. Oh, okay. Well, my wife kind of knows that when I want to go play video games and she starts watching shows and I'm just like. I don't even ask her questions. I'm just like, I don't want to watch this show. And well, she's just. I'll, I'll ask questions. I'm like, who's that? What are they oh. doing? What's so special about him? What's so special about her? And she'll just say, go away. <laughs> so then you get that permission. <laughs> right. Okay. But again, sorry, Robert. That was probably my fault. But again, like I sh- we should make t-shirts that said, if you recognize racing is somebody else's fault. You should. And that should be. Why. And I think that's going to be one of our most selling t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Once we start streaming all this stuff in about a month or so, hopefully. Yeah, things are going to take off here, hopefully. Hopefully. But what's going on with you, man? How are you doing? Great. Uh, went to the doctor again. Got a second opinion, so I have to get stress testing done. And they said if everything comes back you know, negative, then I still have to go see another doctor after this. It's called an electrophysiologist. Hmm. And they'll determine whether or not they want to put me on any kind of medications or um, if they need to do any kind of procedures to help regulate the heart rhythm. Right. So it's still kind of in limbo at the moment, but things are looking better. Okay, that's good. It's very good, man. waiting on racing to come back. Yeah, and it's coming back sooner than we think. Well, let's just go from there and just hop into the news that we have going on here because we got a lot of news going on right now. Yes. And I'm going to let you lead off. Yeah, so we know that Ryan Newman is going to be returning when NASCAR season resumes, which we'll get into that in a little bit here. But also, the really big news that really caught a lot of people off guard, even on Twitter, which Maples even texted me and he said, if this is true, everybody's going to lose their minds. Yeah. Matt Kenseth is back again. Matt Kenseth comes back again. This guy is, NASCAR seems like with drivers, it's like the mafia. Any retired driver, they'll yank up. So we we saw Kenseth... Fill in the number six car. Was it two seasons ago? Excuse me, two seasons ago, I believe it was. The 20, I believe. No, it, no, no, was, no, it was the six. Yeah. yeah, the six car when Trevor Bain could not come back. And now we're going to see him come race the 42, which also another interesting piece of news. Both Kenseth and Ryan Newman have been granted waivers to compete for the playoffs. Yeah, and that's to be expected. We're only... Four races into the season. Yeah. We're not that far into the season, and with NASCAR wanting to run all 36 races, I could see, okay, you haven't missed much. Newman due to injury, and then Kenseth coming in off of uh, Kyle Larson's whole thing. Yeah, you guys are exempt. But I must say this. It surprised me to the point when you told me, Kenseth to the 42, it's kind of like, why? Because I wanted to see, you know, I was expecting... When Newman came back, Chastain to be out, but then with this whole Kyle Larson thing, go to the 42. Yeah, and that's what a couple other people and I were talking about, too. They were expecting, oh, we're probably going to see a Kyle Larson. And that was the rumor on Twitter. I mean, I'm sorry, Kyle Larson. Jeez, Ross Chastain coming in to fill in for Kyle Larson. There was talk for for days on Twitter. Ross Chastain. It's got to be Ross Chastain. It's got to be Ross. 
And and I didn't like that move. I think Ganassi could have used, or somebody could have stepped up there mm-hmm. to the 42, according to LaJoy, and I'm sure he's under contract, though. But even then, I it might be a manufacturer thing. Chastain might race Fords and stuff down at the lower levels, so him going into a Chevy is just maybe just didn't line up. Well, I think what we also have to look at is with bringing Kenseth in, who is well known, who has had a very, you know, fantastic career that we know, is who is a past champion. Yep. This could bring sponsorship back to the forty two, probably. I don't think in one sponsor left the forty two. They dropped their commitment with Larson. They didn't drop their commitment with Chip Ganassi. Well, racing. it could, but you know, not knowing what's happening behind closed doors, maybe. Maybe sponsorships had a, pl- a part to play in it. You know, maybe they yeah. discussed it and maybe they were like, you know, we would like somebody that's relevant behind there. Not saying that Ross Chastain is not relevant whatsoever. I think he has a few more years to develop. Right. But I, I think he, he'll be a player before here before too long. Because, I mean, look, Jimmy Johnson's retiring. He might, re- from what I'm seeing, Jimmy Johnson might retire next season and not this season. Okay. It just really depends. I, and I think that's just a rumor right now. But Jimmy, eventually, Jimmy Johnson's going to be out so the 48 is going to be open Stuart Haas is looking at making changes a lot of rumor mills throwing around once Kyle Larson gets back into the good graces with NASCAR coming back mm-hmm. to Stuart Haas maybe even the 48 will Hendrick make that take that chance I don't know but I think all signs are pointing to Stuart Haas racing Cole Custer's I don't think going to be a one and done I don't think Am- Amarola or Boyer because I think uh, Harvick has a few good years left in them. Yes. Harvey will probably see around for a few more years. You know, you were talking about that's another big thing that has been circulating. Kyle Larson, people, a lot of people were saying, disagreeing with how Chip Ganassi let him go, and they were saying, you know, Chip Ganassi is going to regret it, that he's letting go for a very good driver. But it was just I think his hand, I think at his, the time. his hands were tied. They were. And that's all we can get from that mm-hmm. right now. Right. But it's great to see Kenseth come back, even though I don't really understand what his – Mindset is I've seen him win a couple of races. Always fun to watch. Always been a Kenseth fan. So it's going to be fun seeing him back on the track. Yep, absolutely. Uh, then we go back to the races last week in Talladega with Jeff Gordon racing in it, which was a lot of fun to watch. Yes. According to Adam Stern, Talladega iRacing earned 1.24 million views, up 971,000. I was reading Re- that this Richmond. morning. That's a big jump. That's you. I don't know if those numbers will match up with Dover coming up. I wonder if that had to do with Jeff Gordon Virtual racing Dover. as well. Jeff Gordon coming in to race. I think that had some of it. Well. I, that's one of the main reasons I watched. Now, granted, did Jeff Gordon really do well? No. No. He, but, did no, you these see that guys, crash he was yeah, involved in? Yeah, he's stuck on the fence. <laughs> I, You know, I don't watch it just to watch these guys, expect these guys to run as well as they do on the real track. No, I watch it just for all. the entertainment. And, that, and with racing coming back... This is just a nice filler. It's been nice to have. I know Formula One does esports, not as well known, and IndyCar racing does it as well. But, you know, I just really stick with NASCAR. But it looks like everything is starting to kind of, the fog's lifting. North Carolina gave the okay for teams to go back to the shop. Start, and start preparing start race cars. prepping cars. And I've seen a few different schedules come out, but for the most part, it looks like May 17th is the target date for it coming back. Yes. Now, did you see, have you seen anything other past that? Because I did, I did see an article that mentioned what, what's going to look like for the next month and a half. And that would be Darlington on May the 17th. Yep. And then there's talk of them running May the 20th as well. 
At Darlington. I've seen that, and it kind of confused me because I'm sitting here looking at the schedule right now. So May the 17th, Darlington 400. Yes. And then Darlington 310. I'm thinking that's Xfinity. I don't know. See, I was... I've heard that they wanted to do Darlington two back to back, and then they wanted to do Charlotte back to back. Because they, yeah, they do have a Charlotte race on there as well. I'm probably looking at the same from Jayski. It may have been. I can't quite remember. And I'm still trying to figure it out. If it's it doesn't say Cup or Xfinity or Truck, it just says Darlington May May's twentieth and seventeenth, mm-hmm. Darlington four hundred for seventeenth, and three ten for the twentieth. Now, I don't know if that's Xfinity or if that's Cup or if they're just saying, let's just start going racing. I think that's that might be a typo because maybe it wasn't I saw it on J-Ski. There was another site. There was another um, <clears throat> there's another page on Facebook that I follow called the NASCAR Report. Yeah. And they put out something about it. And there was a 310 listed in there, but it was listed for Charlotte, the second race for Charlotte, which I don't know. The Roval, was there a distance? Did they ever throw a distance for the Roval? It's 400 kilometers. Okay, because I didn't know if that 310 had to do with the Roval or not, because they were looking at doing back-to-back Charlotte, of course, as well. Yeah, I saw that, and... And then I know that they were going to go to, I think it was Bristol after that. There was a Bristol, I think there was Atlanta thrown there, and I think there was Miami thrown there in in there as well. And that was going to take us until, I think, the second week of June, I think it was. And I'm just still kind of... Which I don't think it's all completely set in stone yet, but I think we can say that it sounds like we are for sure going to get a race at Darlington on the 17th. Yep, and and all these races, as far as I could tell, are being ran without fans, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that is a bummer, for sure. Because I I truly believe that if they run it with fans and give them the opportunity or have them take the risk, as much of a risk as getting the flu or anything else, that you'll have fans in the stands. But as far as I know as well, NASCAR is going to be the first major sport within the United States coming back from this. Yeah, and you know what's what I kind of find funny and hilarious about this, about how we talk about if you were to sell tickets, people would come. Yeah. I read this article that said South Carolina has one of the worst ratings when it comes to social distancing right now. I can believe that. So it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, at this point, it really it really would. You know, I don't see – I don't really honestly, I really don't see a problem – Maybe if they were to limit the amount of tickets sold and just, you know, tell people try and space yourself out if you could. But yeah, I mean, right. you're outside in general. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I'm not I either. I don't read too much into it, but I mean, I feel like if you're outside, then I don't really see too much of a problem. But like I said, I'm not a scientist. I don't know a whole lot. I don't really read too much into it because it's kind of overplayed at this point. You kind of get tired of seeing this whole yeah. pandemic thing. Everybody you wanna, is. You want to get your mind away from it all. So yep. everybody is. I just I want I want racing back, and I would love to go see it. To be honest, yeah, I would too. It's it, it's unfortunate that we live so close and we can't go to the racetrack. And I've also seen you know we talked about it last week the rumors of Rockingham too. Which I don't think it's happening. I think maybe we're too close, too late in the game to make that happen. But maybe mm-hmm. next year for twenty twenty one. And everything going back to normal, that'd be fun to watch. Let but, me ask you a question yeah. though. So if we when we whenever racing does resume and we know that we're just we're gonna we're substituting some tracks this year for racing at Darlington twice. You know, they're gonna have to substitute that race is gonna be taking the place of another race somewhere else. Probably Texas. Because we're trying to they're trying to keep it all within the southeast right now, within driving distance, of course, yep. to Charlotte or, you know, how many hours, whatever they were trying to do. So does NASCAR make an exception and say, do we 
do they keep the current playoffs in check? Or do you think that, like, would you like to see them just straight flat out? That you you get points every race, and then whoever's got the most at the end of the season wins. You mean get rid of the playoffs? Yeah, for, for twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good debate. It just came to should, my mind. Should NASCAR say race like we normally did back in the day, best finishes win because of this whole thing? I like the idea. I, I think right now we're kind of in a stay flexible situation with everything. Yes. Will it happen? I doubt it. No, probably not. But I can see where you're going with that. Because let's say if Kevin Harvick just runs away with it or Denny Hamlin just runs away with it and consistently all year and wins it. I think nowadays fans will say, well, now there's an asterisk because he didn't race in the playoffs. Okay. I mean, you could say the same thing about Matt Kenseth in 20, uh, 2003. I think the chase for the cup came from that. Kenseth dominating that season. Won one race. Just was consistent all year long and won the championship. Just dominated the championship. I would like, I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I don't think NASCAR is going to do it. Okay. I, I like that. Only it's solely on the basis of, Every year they build up for the last 10 races, the the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And every three races, knock them out, knock out, knock out, final four, go for the championship. I think that could be a good poll to put out for the Marbleheads out there. What's your take? you think NASCAR should go back to the old point system for the year? And, oh, geez, I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. Well, the only reason that it came up for me – this morning was when I was on Twitter. My buddy Maples had put out something, this video about this guy made a video about NASCAR. And he said this this video could compare to like how they're doing the last dance series for Michael Jordan on ESPN. And it was it had to do with the 92 season yep. at Atlanta where you had Richard Petty's career coming to an end. You had pretty much, they said, it was kind of like the last dance for Alan Kowicki and Davey Allison, and then you had Jeff Gordon who was coming in and starting his career. Yep. And then they were going over the whole points and how positions one through six coming down to Atlanta were all in contention to still win because the most points you could get in a race was 185. Yep. And Mark Martin, who was sitting in sixth, was 135 points out, I believe it was. Yeah. And that's where the idea came to me is, Oh, man, you know, it'd be kind of cool to see NASCAR go back to the old system again. It would absolutely be a lot of fun. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I think the whole chase for the cup thing was a knee-jerk reaction because of Matt Kenseth's domination. And then I also saw... Or some somebody was asking, should NASCAR just go back to the ten driver playoff system instead of us gotten to the point now where we've gotten all the way to sixteen drivers in the playoffs? Well the only reason we did that or NASCAR did that, I believe, is because two thousand five Jeff Gordon didn't make it. Mm-hmm. The big draws. One year Def, Jeff Gordon didn't make it. The next year Dale Jr. didn't make it. Oh, let's give wild cards. Let's extend the playoff chase to get those draws in. Because if you're a Dale Jr. fan and he doesn't make the playoffs, what's the point? 
It almost kind of sounds and if, like. And if it. that case is, if you're if you're a Matt and Benedetto fan, and he doesn't make the playoffs, what's the point of me watching? He can't win the championship, right? It kind of sounds like NASCAR kind of became almost politically correct, as in like we gotta make sure we're able to include everyone in here. That's why. To, that's what it seemed like to me. So like every time they expanded the field, I was like, man, we're up to sixteen drivers now, and we only have forty drivers competing a week on a good day. Yeah. Remember, I mean, we can go back to the early 2000s when we were having 50-plus cars showing up to the track, and there's only 43 spots. And now we have 40 spots, 36 charters, and then you only have one or two guys showing up. So you, on a good day, you have 38 cars in the field. Yeah. At that point, it's almost like you're already including half the field in there, and that's just the people that are relevant. But to get back to your debate and question and debate topic in question, yes, I think it would be a good idea. What would happen no. Highly doubt it. I don't think it, it probably won't happen either, but I think it would be a good idea to see it at one time. I think that would be too. And we'll put a poll out there for the fans to see. Keep the chase for 2020 or... Get rid of it. Go back to regular points. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, we put out a poll last week in our last debate, and the question was, should NASCAR and I and racing in general be like iRacing and be on a level playing field? And you had your choice of two answers. One... Yes, more exciting racing or no, too many limitations. And guess how many votes we had? One. Two. Oh, two. And oh. both said no, too many limitations. Yeah. Scientifically correct. 100% yeah, there said you go. Nope. That's, that's, so that, that, I mean, that's all. We only needed two answers to prove that, yeah, there would be way too many limitations. Yeah. We'll put up another poll or question this week. Make sure to go to our Twitter page and check it out at Marbles In mm-hmm. and vote. All right, and then I saw this. So that was our debate segment. Heading f- towards this week, what we got going on, Virtual Dover. Again, just another filler until this whole thing starts back up in May at Darlington. Mm-hmm. And I actually got something from Formula One. Okay, let's hear it. So the Formula One, they released a targeted schedule. July through September is all going to be in Europe. Okay. September through October, Euro-Asia, which is probably the far western part of asia and asia itself so australia not australia necessarily but i guess maybe in that region australia japan abu dhabi all that stuff october through november asia and the americans americas so brazil canada texas austin and then december will wrap up the season in the middle east that hasn't been set in stone yet it's just a... It's just a... That's what we're going for, and it looks like they're going to match the same play card as NASCAR and have it without fans. But they want to run all the races that were scheduled to begin with, right? Or at least, you know, Yeah, but same. they're going to keep it, like, three months in Europe, two months in Asia and stuff, so it's going to be a heck of a logistical undertaking for the, these guys, but right. I think we're far enough ahead where, you know, we're in April and July, they're hoping to start the race. That's what Formula One's looking at right now. But that's all about that's about that's about all I got with Formula One NASCAR going on there. I rated the race a seven point eight. It's starting to get a kind of boring with the E series and stuff. You know what's funny? Maples said the same thing. He said, I'm starting to get tired of it. And I was yeah. like, why? And he's like, It's just not real racing it's to just, me anymore. It's the it's first not. race was so much fun. Yeah. But the it, it's it started going on and it's just just oh, like, yeah, okay, we're okay. waiting, we're here. I'll watch it just to support it and just to watch something at some sporting event, but... NASCAR, in general, 
has been a saving grace during this time as well because they've been putting out those yeah. past races on Facebook, like the whole thing. Yeah, you know? I've been watching so many past races. I watched the 2006 Talladega race in the fall. Like, it's it's good to go back and relive those races. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, watch you, them over again. You, for, you forgive what happened. You see a lot of drivers out there. But you got a hey, man, right? I do. Let's get into it. Hey, man. Hey, man. We haven't done one of these in a while. It never gets old, though. I always dance to it. Yep. Because it's okay. so funny. So, give me your hey, man. All right. So, it goes back to, as we were talking about earlier in the show, uh, the NASCAR schedule, which NASCAR on NBC put out an article about how the schedule was starting to kind of take shape. We were kind of figuring things out. Yep. Of course, people are going to comment, because why not? Of so, course. one guy, <clears throat> the name is Fred. He said, if Charlotte's the best they can do, no thanks. It's the one track I don't mind missing. I sure don't want to see it twice in a week's time. Plenty of tracks in that area. Go back to Bristol. Way more entertaining. Wake me up when the playoffs get here. The season doesn't matter anyways. At the end of the day, it's going to be the same crew racing for the title. Hey, man. That's, I, I don't come know, on, dude. Uh, Let's be real here. Well, like, the same crew some, racing for the title. Who At this point, who could he even be talking about? The beginning? Yeah, we don't even know who's really a contender. We've had four races. Yeah. And These people are jumping the gun already on this. I don't know. I like Charlotte. I've always liked Charlotte. And I wish. Yeah, I, I think I, Charlotte's a great track. I had plans of going there for the 600, but yeah, that's so not going to work out. And so, okay, so. Oh, there's continue. another. Oh, oh yeah. There's, there's one more. So Great. These aren't way off the wall quite as we like it. But this one gentleman, Albert, said, so they're not going to run all, in quotation marks, all. 36 races like originally stated they're simply just going to run 36 races doubling and tripling up at some tracks while others get skipped this year if that's the case why even worry about it 36 isn't some magical number that we have to have if some tracks will lose races anyways might as well simply skip what skip what was missed and resume schedule with no changes wait no what's that guy's name albert i agree with albert think so yeah he what? makes perfect sense. I, I, I got to go off tangent here because Albert makes some great points there. Why even do the playoffs? I mean, for, I'm sorry. First, 36 races. We don't need 36 races in a season. Mm-hmm. At yeah, that which point, has been debated about at that before. Po- at that point, you can forget the playoffs, just race for points, and go for it if you're going to cut races. Him saying that if we're going to just double or triple tracks – why even worry about, why not just cut them off the schedule completely, a second Texas date, or pick and choose whatever. Mm-hmm. I agree 100% with Albert. So if we're, gonna, if we're talking about, in the rumors, yeah, the rumors, about bringing Rockingham back, about bringing all these other tracks back and cutting a Texas date and this stuff, why not just do it now? Right. Albert brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to hayman him for that. Oh, we won't hayman him, but... So somebody had replied back to them, and they said they can only race in states that allow them to race, which is understandable right now. Yes. So that's that's why I chose this one as well, because when he was talking about why are we doubling up on tracks, well, if we can't go and race at places like, per se, Michigan right now or like Watkins Glen, you know, if New York is not completely open back up, right. NASCAR is not going to go there. And and this guy, and Albert brings up so many good points. My wheels are spinning in my head. I like this. Keep, let's go back to our roots here in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I agree. The Southern sport 
Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Seven states. Don't forget Tennessee in there. I said Tennessee. Did you? I did. Okay, well, I might not have been In Kentucky. Well. So you have eight, eight states with about at least one track per state. You have Virginia, you have two. Florida, you have two. North Carolina, you could easily have two. Yes. That's half the season right there. And it's unfortunate because I do like the Watkins Glens. I do like the Michigans, the Californias, the Phoenix. You know, I do like those races. But I think this is NASCAR's golden opportunity to hit the reset button, bring it back to the roots, and then eventually we'll go back out west. Yeah. But if you could keep it in the south, I'll be more than happy with that. I could agree with that too. I don't think I'd be singing the same song if I lived in, say, Colorado or New Mexico Mm-hmm. or Texas, because if I was there, it's like, man, you're taking away from us. Yeah, but at the same point, Albert makes a good point, and that's, I don't feel like giving him a hey, man, for that. That's totally understandable. I kind of agree with it. Uh, Albert I kind may- of wish that we got back to some of these tracks that we just we got away from. The Rockinghams, yeah. North Wilkesboro's. Will, will it happen? I doubt it. Maybe Rockingham, but North Wilkesboro's done gone. And I can understand that NASCAR want, likes you know, wanted to broaden the horizon, that's fine. We just kind of lost some things on the way there, which kind of happens in almost everything. You kind of lose. And I think the more you get older and the more people get older, the more you want that nostalgia. Right. That's why we're enjoying all these old races. Mm -hmm. Watching Jeff Gordon battle Dale Jr. at Talladega for the win. Yes. Going back to the 80s and watching Bill Elliott race Dale Earnhardt. You you like that nostalgia, but you got to keep moving forward. It's just tough conundrum nascar's put themselves in and put is are in right now but i i'm not gonna give albert a hey man albert if you're listening you don't get a hey man because i don't want you i don't want to give you a hey man (laughs) but i mean that's about all the news we could talk for i'm sure two hours on what's going on here with everything but formula one looks like they're trying to gear up nascar's definitely gearing up next month it'll be the again the first major sporting event to air in the united states since this whole pandemic kicked off Great for NASCAR. Golden opportunity. Don't mess it up. Yes, this is the golden opportunity to draw this more is, people This in. is your redo. Yes. And this is probably your one and only redo. And if they mess this up. Don't wow. mess this up, man. Don't, don't, do, don't do that. But do you have anything else before we get into our final segments here? I do not. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. You got the driver of the week this week. It being April 29th, I think I know who your driver of the week will be. Yes. Dale Earnhardt. The Intimidator. The Intimidator. Born April the 29th, 1951. Of course, we unfortunately lost him February the 18th of 2001 at the Daytona 500, which is still a race that plays over in Uh, my mind plenty of times. Yeah. I do remember it very fondly. A lot of people can't let that race go. It was... Michael Waltrip being one of them. Yeah. yeah, You can't let that day go. That day... No. We lost him when he was 49 years old, which would have been... Cool to see him finish off his career. He was, you know, I, I just saw his last, very last Cup Series win. NASCAR replayed the race at Talladega. at Talladega, which is a good one as well. All those fans cheering. It's so cool to go back in time and see how packed the stand, the seats are, too. Well, I got to say this, too. When I watched the 2001 Atlanta race, the stands weren't full then either, but nobody gave it fuss. But go on. Dale right. Earnhardt. Okay. okay, that's good. So, Dale Earnhardt. A seven-time 
Winston Cup Series champion, or I should say just NASCAR Cup Series champion. You could say Winston Cup. Yeah, Winston Cup, a good time, a good time. So he is tied with Richard Petty and Jimmy Johnson for the most championships of all time as well. Won the Southern 500 three times, multiple Coca-Cola 600 winner. I mean, he's got all of these, a Brickyard 400 winner, all of these amazing stats, achievements, Inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, International Motorsports Hall of Fame, just an all-around great guy. Yeah, three-time Southern 500 winner, three-time Coca-Cola 600 winner, four-time Winston 500 winner, winner of the Winston in 1987, 1990, and 1993, 1979 Rookie of the Year, and won his first championship in 1980. So over his Cup Series career expanded 27 years running 606, 676 races, excuse me, over those 27-year periods, accumulating 76 wins, 428 top 10s, but only 22 poles. Not where you is, start is where you finish. That's right. That's that's true, too. That is very true, too. So Dale Earnhardt, you know, of course, taken from us probably a little sooner than we all, of course, sooner than we all wanted to see, but right. all-around great guy. Yeah, yeah, and that's just one of those things. It's unfortunate this is a dangerous sport and drivers die and it happens man so what uh you got anything so this, this, week, in NASCAR? this week in nascar we're going back to april 27th 1980 daryl waltrip erases a forward lap deficit and storms back to win the virginia 500 at martinsville speedway waltrip violates a new standing rule stating teams aren't permitted to change tires during caution periods oh wow so i guess that was the rule back then you can't change tires under caution Learn something new every day. Came back from four laps down to win. That's impressive. Yeah, that is impressive, but you also just brought something else up. Yeah. I w- saw something on the rumor mill as well that they're thinking uh, there's a rumor out there that they're going to limit crew members at tracks. I saw that. Up, I saw that. Which it was like I can't four, believe I forgot four about Four over-the-wall crew members. So. And no live pit stops, which I don't yeah. what Define live pit stops That's stop what I was curious about, too. Can you? There was no definition as to what that is, but there, with that being talked about, that means five extra crew members that they don't have to bring to the track now. Which, again, if we're trying to win over people, I don't think this is the way to do it. Well, it's a gray area right let's now. Let's find out what a live pit stop is. Pit stops are one of the most... Uh, I think it has to do with just in general, whether it be a green flag pit stop, if it's under caution. You're talking your over-the-wall pit crew members doing those... 12-second stops. Okay, so this goes back from what I'm gathering from this. Under There are two different forms of this, under a road course and under oval. Mm-hmm. And during the yellow flag, you remember back towards the end of last year where the Xfinity Series said you come in for yellow flag, you can only change two tires and add fuel. Yes. Go back out, and if you want to come back in for another set of tire or the other two, you come back in the second time. Right. That's what it sounds like it's doing. So what they're going back to is during a yellow flag cycle, which is, which is nine quick yellows, which means if it's not just a spin, we could fix it up in a lap or two and get going. During a yellow flag cycle, at pit stops at oval tracks, a, a team may change two tires and add fuel. For a four-tire stop, a team must pit a second time under the caution period. Yeah, those are your quick yellows are probably your more like debris cautions, which are pretty fast, a quick spin. So that's what it sounds like to me it's going to happen. It sounds like it's just going to be I hope, with the limited number of crews, you can change two tires at fuel. 
Now, under green, it says nothing about under green. Under green, it sounds like you can take the time to change four tires. You spend a little more time in the pits. Mm-hmm. But during yellows, two tires, if you want four, you come back in and get the other side. Should I, make- just, I hope, see, what it, what's coming down into my mind is it sounds like when you say no live pit stops, we're talking about certain areas in the race where they throw a caution flag wherever you are on the track is wherever you're going to be after pit stops. So you can come in. You that I hope it's not like that because, first of all, races are won and lost on pit road still as well. The saying always goes, races are won and lost on pit road, which is very true. If in like if it's in my mind of how it's playing out, that's not going to go well with a lot of people, and especially it's not going to help win over new fans to begin with if that's what we're going to be at. We have yet to see. Now, like we said, it's just a rumor, but... It definitely had my wheels, like you said. It had my wheels turning when I read that, when I came across that. And I was like, I don't know. That isn't, in my mind, it doesn't sound like a good idea. Well, I had to refresh my memory on what a live pit stop is and is not. But right. it sounds like two tires, fuel. If you want four tires, you come back in, get the other side done. Kind of makes it a little difficult, I guess you could say. No. Because, it... well, okay, so let's say this. Darlington. Let's throw Darlington out further, for example. On okay. the apron... You have a lot of sand. You have a lot of debris, rocks, everything. You're telling me that during green flag. No, yeah. This only applies under caution. Okay, under caution. It sounds like to me under green flag that you can change four tires. It sounds like, and I also heard there are going to be four members over the wall, which I can only guesstimate is a Jackman tire changer, tire carrier, and gas man. Yeah, but, okay, so if you're only having four over the wall, you already have Two tire changers, the Jackman, that's three. And then you have your fuel man, that's four. So who's going to carry the tires? The tire carrier. So you're telling me they're going to put the tire on, take the tire off, and then carry it back over to the other side. Got to adapt somehow. Mm. And it's just temporary, man. Yeah. We're going to go back to the regular pit stops here before we know it. I, I guess I should just keep my mind open because it is a fluid situation and we're just, we don't, we're... Yeah, we're, we're still waiting. Sailing into the uncharted The waters. fog is slowly lifting, but it's not all the way up. So we're stuck at the Bermuda Triangle still. You could say it like that. We're sailing, sailing into unknown waters. Yeah, it's I guess I got to keep my mind open about it. We'll see. I'll I'll keep my mind open. Maybe it could be a good thing that comes out of it. I just want NASCAR to do well in this time, and if we have a chance to draw in new fans, I want it. But at the same time, if we're going to limit the number of personnel going to the races, they got to adapt, or else everybody's just going to bring their pit crew, and there's no such thing as social distancing on adapt pit road. And overcome, yeah. So we just got to adapt here by. July, August, I hope we'll all go back to normal. Hopefully. But that's all we got. That was your driver of the week and this week in NASCAR. Two very good ones. You got anything else before we start wrapping it up here? Nope. Next week, we're going to review Virtual Dover. Hopefully get a little more clarity on the schedules and have another debate or two. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be sure to put that poll out on uh, Facebook and Twitter about, we'll ask the fans if, you know, what they think on their take should NASCAR Get rid of the chase. the playoffs for this year, or should we keep it still? Just keep it. But you got, and if you don't have anything else, which. I don't have anything. Do you have anything? No, man, I'm good. We'll just go ahead and start wrapping it up. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of In the Marbles. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For the latest news and updates following the world of motorsports. I want to thank Preston for, again, for coming over this week and taking care of this episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. For Preston, I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 